0: But we're also going to speak to Bruce Hroble, uh next, of course, uh, the Liverpool legend, the class of the 89-1990 uh, league winning team at Liverpool. Uh, Bruce Grobler has agreed to speak to us to talk about uh, the current generation and uh, what they've achieved and the success that they've achieved here. Uh, we are struggling to get hold of the president of Southpaw again, but we will try again. Let's see if we can go to the voice notes here and... Uh, while we wait for the connection to improve there as far as uh, softball is concerned and uh, should I go to the tweets also let's see oh somebody's already got a question for Bruce Krobler here okay I'm gonna read that tweet when he comes on the line but let's go to their voice notes Good evening Mr Musiya the crew and of course the listeners um, I want to say that uh, Mr Musiya I really enjoyed your work on SABC 3 on Sunday I
1: really thought that, um, I was really convinced that you were a professional pundit by the way you kept things very simple, you knew what to say, when to say it,
2: I think you should really consider that as a profession. Uh, this right here is Dumilang from
1: Middleburg, thank you.
0: Okay, thanks for that uh Dumilang. thanks for, for, for the feedback, I appreciate it. I'm not sure if I've got a face for TV though, so I'm gonna have to think hard about that but uh, FA Cup is back on SABC folks SABC 3 and there's some big games now in the semi-finals we saw that the big four has advanced to the semis Man, the both teams from Manchester Chelsea and Manchester City also in the semi-finals of the FA Cup of course Liverpool have been knocked out so that's why we're not mentioning them and it's a Man United Chelsea semi-final Arsenal a Man City semi-final and you can catch both matches again live on SABC3 from the 18th, well, on the 18th and the 19th of July. History comes home. That's the hashtag. And looking forward uh, to more of those FA Cup matches here on SABC. Thanks, though, for the voice note. But let's go to the line now because you, a lot of people have been asking about this man and we found him somewhere in the world. The legend himself, Mr. Bruce Grobler joins us on SAFM. Good evening, Bruce, and thank you very much for being able to take our call tonight in South Africa.
2: No problem at all. It's, uh, it's lucky that you caught me. i the
0: key of <laughs> Where in the world are you, Bruce Krobler?
2: <laughs> I'm in the top of the, the
0: mountains in Norway. I'm oh. uh, traveling from uh, Oslo to Bergen. Are you traveling in Norway? <laughs> Great. Great stuff. So, where were you on Thursday last week when it was confirmed that Liverpool were champions? I was in a little place called Kongsvenger in Norway celebrating
2: with the Liverpool
0: Liverpool fans there. Okay, we're going to bring you back to the producer there. I'm sorry, uh, we do apologize uh, to that folks about that, but we're going to try and get Bruce Krobler on a better line there. I think the lines are failing us a little bit uh, this evening. Hopefully it can improve, but it can be forgiven because uh, the man says that he is traveling somewhere in the mountains there in Norway in Oslo. How's that? Never thought I'd find him in Norway. I thought he'd be anywhere else in the world, but not Norway there, uh, Bruce Grobler. Maybe he'll tell us, um, does he live in Norway now? Uh, or what is the connection there with Norway? But we do apologize for that line. We're going to try and get him back on a better line. Sorry about that. We've got you back on the line. Bruce, sorry, we lost you there when you were telling us where you were last week, Thursday.
2: Yes, I was in a little place called Konstringer. Mm. Um, in Norway with the Liverpool fans.
0: <laughs> and are there a lot of them in Norway?
2: There are more fans in Norway than probably South Africa altogether.
0: Oh, wow. I would have never thought. And what takes you to Norway, Bruce? Do you leave that side? No, no, no. I've just signed a little contract
2: with a, a football club here. I'm a consultant goalkeeping coach mm. with Oi Garden. And uh, they start the league on the seconds
0: awesome and how long have you been there now when do you how long have you been there and how long uh, did you sign for well i came out of the uk to come
2: to norway and uh, i've been here about a month now
0: Ah, that's awesome bruce Uh, we wish you all the best of luck and it's good to know that you're still involved with the beautiful game you're so synonymous with liverpool bruce how does it feel when people reach out to you during this time
2: uh, listen, uh, once you're in, Liverpool, uh, in the Liverpool family, you you will always be. And, uh, and it goes down to the fans as well. I know that in South Africa, we've got many, many fans. And I just hope that that number grows in years to come. You know, all over the world, we've been trying to um, promote our football club. And it has been very, very successful up till now.
0: Yeah. And there was no doubt about this season, but what's impressed you the most about this Liverpool team under Jurgen Klopp, Bruce Robler?
2: Well, I, I can just say that uh, Jurgen Klopp has actually got the boys, when they go across the white line, never to give up. And that's something that you, if you look at our, our, what, what our sayings are, we go again is one of them <laughs> and um, never give up. And those are are the two things. Never give up, we go again. If you you come uh, and get beat, we go again and we try and get better. And that's what he has instilled into the players. He tries to make us play better every single time we go onto the pitch.
0: And for those who never watched or were too young to watch the class of 89-90, are there any similarities between these two groups?
2: Listen... (laughs) You can you can say all you want about the teams that have played uh, in those times, and now there'll be debates about it all the time. But I'm I am certain that this Jurgen club side can go on and do what we we did in the 80s and 90s.
0: Really? So you think they can kick on from here?
2: I think that they will because they is instalment in making every game better. will will stay true to every player that plays for him. Mm.
0: And why has it taken 30 years though, Bruce? Did you think it would ever take this long after you guys won the league?
2: I never thought that I would be the the only goalkeeper up till now to lift that trophy, but it is. And that's what happened. Mm. It's taken 30 years for us to uh, pick up the um, the championship and the title. But it, it goes to a very uh, squad and a manager and uh, a goalkeeper as
0: well yeah bruce so many people are happy to hear from you in south africa and i want to play some of those voice notes so that you can hear them yourself let's go guys hello Tavis, so how are you mr man i just want to say hi to bruce i just miss him a lot i still remember his name by the time he was playing for our national team in zimbabwe and also just uh, ask Moe you know We just miss him a lot, man. Mm, my legend.
1: Uh, Good evening, uh, Tabiso, and uh, good evening to the legend, Mr. Bruce Groblah, a great uh, legend indeed. I've got two questions, I'll make it quick. The first one is the front three of uh, uh, um, Sadio Mane, uh, Roberto Firmino and Mohamed Salah, the greatest in Liverpool history, that front three. And then my second question, what can you say about Jordan uh, Jordan um, Henderson's captaincy and leadership uh, this season, also last season? Uh, is it the greatest captain that Liverpool has ever had or he's uh, or he's going to that path? Uh, thank you very much. It's uh, Libra here in Iceland. thank you very much, Mr. Bruce.
0: Thanks for that, Libra. Let me also go to the lines. Nonde, Pai, Moluen.
1: Okay, quick one.
0: Yes, sir.
1: I want to from
2: Bruce. Who was the best goalkeeper? One, Richard Michael, two, Gary Bailey, three and himself. I'd like to think it's Brad Smichel, one, two, Bruce, and three, Gary, that they agree. And secondly, um, Porta Mosbets were my best team, not his team. <laughs> but in his team, if I recall, number 11 was John Barnes, number nine, the Welshman in Rush, tomato. good evening.
0: Good evening, Monde. Thank you very much for that. Straight to the point. Bruce, let's start maybe with the goalkeepers. He's, ra- he's ranked you as second behind Peter Schmeichel, Gary Bailey. Third, what do you make of, 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 of that?
2: Well, everybody will talk about uh, Schmeichel being, a, being a, such a great uh, Manchester United uh, goalkeeper. But as it stands now to date, I am the highest decorated goalkeeper in the history of the English League. So if they want to rank uh, Schmeichel better than me, well, he hasn't won any. Uh, he hasn't won more trophies than I have. So that will be a debate. And when it comes down to Gary Bailey, Gary Bailey ranks very low below uh, Schmeichel and myself.
0: And then he wants there was a question about Jordan Henderson. I mean, a lot of people still say that maybe um, he, he's not convincing or he's not Liverpool material. But he's led them to the league title, which Steven Gerrard could not win. Where does he yeah. rank for you in in the list of Liverpool captains or leaders?
2: Listen, uh, you're going. You're asking about uh, uh, Gerrard. Gerrard couldn't win. Didn't win the league. But it's fitting that he gave the captaincy to Jordan Henderson. Yeah, And he's always wished that Jordan Henderson will, will actually lift that trophy, that trophy. He has done now. Jordan Henderson has grown to be a great captain and a great leader. And that is, comes down to under the tutelage of Jurgen Klopp. Without, uh, without Henderson in the side and doing all the running around in the midfield, I don't think that the Liverpool side would be the the side it is now.
0: Do you think he gets the respect that he deserves, Jordan Henderson? He, you're absolutely
2: right. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. Oh. Um, he has grown to be a great leader and a great captain.
0: The other question was about the front three of Mane, Salah, and Femenio. What do you make of that front front three, th- three? Where does it rank with your team of Ian Rush and Peter Beardsley and them?
2: Listen, uh, that will be a debate that will go on for many, many years. And uh, Ian Rush and Kenny Dalglish up front against uh, at all, you can actually put another person up there in uh, John Aldridge and yeah. John Bond. Yeah. So, if you want to have the three John Bond, uh, Ian Rush, and Kenny Dalglish against Mani Salah and uh, Romina, I think it will be a very, very good debate. Uh, which, which are the best? Well, this current squad, if they carry on doing what they're doing and win more and more trophies, then they might be the best. At the moment, I'll go with the uh, Barnes, Dalglish and uh, Rush because they've won more trophies than this one. But these three are the best in the world today.
0: A lot's been said about Kenny Dalglish and I know that Jürgen Klopp also dedicated the league title to to him. Can you just talk to us about his role during that 18, 9, and ninety season, Bruce?
2: Listen, when Kenny Dalglish was a player and then they told him that he had to come in to be a player-manager, mm. that is the hardest thing that you've ever, ever, ever seen. And he didn't want to to play, he just wanted to be a manager. And what happened when he was out of the team... The team didn't play well, and the the assistant coaches Ronnie Moran, Roy Evans, they came to him and said, "Get your boots back on and lead like a leader," which he did. And he came back and he won the title in 1990 with his uh, winning with Chelsea. He led from the front, and after that, he led in the back in the backroom stuff. So, for me. Kenny Dalglish is probably the best player and uh, converted to a manager that Liverpool have had up till now. Jurgen Klopp is going to be a great manager and he'll follow in the footsteps of Shankly, Paisley, Fagan and Kenny Dalglish.
0: And how were the dynamics? I mean, how was it working with a player manager, somebody that plays and also manages the team?
2: Yes, please.
0: Hello? Oh,
2: sorry. Did you but, repeat that?
0: Yes, I was just saying, I mean, how how was it playing with a player manager? He plays and then he's also the manager of the team. How are those dynamics?
2: It was hard for us in the beginning, but you see the thing is when he came onto the pitch and then started to play and lead in the front, we knew that uh, we had to play 100% and even harder for him. Um, out, of, out of the side, Kenny Douglas didn't have the players uh, playing well, and when he got onto the pitch, he made sure that we played well. It's like what Jurgen Klopp has today. Oh. He has got an, a centre-half in Van Dyke. He demands every player that plays with him to play better. Therefore, anybody who plays in and around um, Van Dyke will get better and does play better.
0: Uh-huh. Makes sense Another voice note here for Bruce Grobler So many people happy to hear from him tonight Good evening Daviso Good evening to the listeners uh, I just want to comment Bruce Grobler When I was growing up I was just saying hey, hey, I was I was a good goalkeeper But unfortunately I got injured Before I even a uh, professional professional football But I was always on the bench Hey, I was always named myself after him Hey, just, uh, it's a great man that we have just passing my <laughs> i'm so grateful man i'm so grateful i'm so happy for us to win also the league thank you so much it's g from cape town thanks g from cape town also on twitter tiva says it's bad i'm not able to listen but i want to say hello to my country man the jungle man himself and uh culture culture mix says where has my zimbabwe captain been we have missed him and uh, the chief matthew says the jungle man is back Bruce, I believe, I think you got a lot of people interested in supporting Liverpool when you were playing for Liverpool, especially people from Zimbabwe. Would you agree? Do you get that a lot? Absolutely,
2: yeah. I think that that, uh, when I went to Liverpool, everybody changed uh, and made sure that they watched uh, one of the countrymen play for the the great team of Liverpool. And then when Peter and Glover went to Coventry and went on, they followed him. So there is a lot of uh, Coventry supporters in in uh, Zimbabwe, but mostly it will be Liverpool, and that is because of the Jungleman.
0: <laughs> and the Jungleman played over 400 matches for Liverpool. I mean, how do you reflect on a career where you've won three FA Cups, you've won three League Cups, you've won the European Cup?
2: And six uh, titles of the league, so it's, it's not bad uh, <laughs> You know, you get 13 major medals, uh, 19 medals in all. And so, therefore, I look at my career as being, I was very blessed. And uh, I'm thankful that I come from a beautiful place called Zimbabwe. I was born in South Africa in Durban, but I managed to play for the, the team Zimbabwe. So, I am a Southern African who is grateful and very grateful for playing at the highest level at Liverpool.
0: Did you expect to stay that long at Liverpool, uh, Bruce? And what's key to staying that long?
2: Well, uh, the
0: key to staying
2: long and prolonging the, uh, the career at Liverpool was making sure that you, each time you go into the pitch, you play better. And that's what's been instilled in all Liverpool players. Once you cross the right white line, you're only as good as your last game. And your last game was uh, the next game you have, have to be better.
0: And before you went there, had you been a Liverpool fan? I started
2: as a Liverpool fan in 1978. I was a Bobby County fan, but uh, when I heard that they didn't play baseball at the baseball ground, I didn't like it. So I picked a bird that looked like a cormorant, and that was the liver bird. And that's the bird that I've stayed with uh, since 1978.
0: Incredible. Talking about 1978, it must have been the time that you were at Deben City, and David Thompson on Twitter has reminded us that you were at Deben City. How much do you remember about about your time there?
2: Well, Deben City was a great little town. 18 months I took uh, to play for Deben City. I, I produced a record there in yeah. uh, in the second year that I played. I, I didn't did not uh, let in a goal for t- uh, 10 games. So. And it's another record that I've got at Liverpool as well.
0: And the other question is, do you still go back to watch match, matches and how are you treated on Mesocide when you do go to Anfield?
2: All former players, um, when they go back to Liverpool, they are asked to actually go into corporate rooms. So we are still looked after at Liverpool and we work the rooms and we go and uh, make uh, the corporate people... Mm. Happy
0: that coming to watch Liverpool. Mm. Okay, let's take a few more voice notes before we wrap up our conversation with Bruce. We'll also speak to the author that's written a book about Bruce and about Liverpool. Good evening, Tabiso. I want to thank you for bringing the jungle man for finding him in the mountains of Norway. I just want to know how does he rate the current state of football back home in Zimbabwe, and when is he planning? to come back and impart his knowledge to the youngsters that are remaining back home. Jobs in Bloemfontein. Even evening, was so Speaking to resolve from P. Uh, I think the main news was the man that started the a, a ship of eSupersport. supersport I think it was the, the guy that started all the, the evolution of supersport. Just ask him how does he feel now to see supersport in this uh, level it is now because the time he he was he took over from sportsport they were they, they were not that much bigger but now the team has grown to other level. how does it feel to be able to be the one that just started the foundation for the okay thanks for that let's play another one and then we'll let Bruce answer after the break or we'll let Bruce answer after this break
1: Leading sport stories of the day on
0: SAFm we've also got a caller from Rustenberg, Emmanuel, good evening. Oh, in Randbeck. Sorry, Emmanuel. Good evening, Emmanuel. Yes, sir. Oh,
2: good hearing Bruce on the line. Thanks. It
0: is my first time
2: calling, actually.
0: Yes, go ahead. He's listening.
2: The, uh, is he still is he managing uh, or what? Uh, I've been wondering where he is, actually, for a long time.
0: Oh, he just told us he's taken up a, a goalkeeping coaching job in Norway. That's where he is right now. A goalkeeping what? Coach, goalkeeper coach in Norway. Oh, goalkeeper coach? Yes. Oh, prior to that, where was he? Okay, we'll let him answer that and uh, also the other questions there. Bruce, yeah, so many people... All, yes? all
2: the, just tell him all the best. Data.
0: Okay, thanks for that, Emmanuel. I can tell how excited you are. Bruce, um, they want to know what were you doing before you went to Norway? The last time I heard is that you were, you, you were goalkeeper coach back home in Zimbabwe.
2: No, no, no. Listen, I've never been a goalkeeping coach back in Zimbabwe.
0: Oh.
2: I was a goalkeeping coach in Ottawa, in Canada. In the North American League. I came back to the UK. And I, was, uh, I came back to the UK to be part of Liverpool. And then I am now in Norway. Uh, my girlfriend is a board member at the club that I'm a consultant goalkeeping coach. Uh-huh. So I came here and I'm a consultant goalkeeping coach here
0: in Norway. Okay. Were you never involved with the Matabele Land football team? With which one? Matabele Land in Zimbabwe. You, you you were never involved there?
2: Matabele Land Islanders.
0: Yeah. I was a goalkeeper there
2: when I first you know, first when I started in in uh, at school. Okay. But I haven't been uh, involved with uh, any club in Zimbabwe. Yeah, uh, I want to go back and possibly be the uh, something to do with the national team, but that remains to be seen.
0: And what do you make of the state of football in Zimbabwe? That was one of the questions also.
2: Yes, I heard that uh, question. Well, the state of football in Zimbabwe, um, I do not know too much about it, but I know that the players have got are the best players that have come out of Zimbabwe up until now. And they've got a very, very good chance of actually going through to the World Cup if they are managed properly.
0: And are you still following South African football? Are you still following Supersport United?
2: Yes, I am uh, still uh, supporting the and following South African football. I know that there's two clubs that don't have coaches. that Amazulu and uh, Chippa United. So I do follow them very, very closely. And I am very good friends with Gavin Hunt. So we we have a chat every now and then.
0: Is there any interest in coming to coach in South Africa again, Bruce Robler?
2: If the offer is there, then I would be available.
0: Okay, loud and clear, short and sweet. It's so hard to let you go because the voice notes are coming, but this is the last one we're taking. Good evening, member. What a wonderful guest that you are having in the studio, Bruce Grobler. I like that man. I remember at one stage when we was playing for, I think it is Cape Town Spurs, Pirates wanted to win at all costs. The likes of Mukhelele were firing from all cylinders, but what Bruce was just doing, who who just just trap all those balls, is it they their soft balls? I really like that man. Ask him, remember, ORE, did he did he believe in muti when he was still playing, or did they use muti at Liverpool? Maybe that was the reason why they won so many trophies. Good evening, uh, radio presenter and the SA listeners. This is Muzi. I'm so thrilled to hear the gentleman on the radio. I know him when I was young. And during then, he was also going to school, passing by Ingwichen Hospital riding a bicycle that we used to call a chopper bigger jungle man i don't know if you still recall that one ha jungle man they're taking you way back here back in time they want to know about the use of muti i think that's the big one i mean did you use muti and there was also a story that you went to liverpool and you lifted the curse
2: Well, back in Africa, you know what happens uh, there. If you are um, from Africa, you know what happens there uh, if you've got a, a Sangoma or a rich doctor. <laughs> and I was brought up on that with Magdalena and Highlanders in the national team of Zimbabwe. So we we know we, we all know what happens and how you get rid of the curse. So I had to do it at Antrim.
0: What exactly did you do, Bruce?
2: End of last season, we had a quarter game, and I played for a little team called uh, Hotel Kia. And a friend of mine said, yeah, "You told me about what uh, you did in Africa, so you're going to have to do it here, at not you?" So what I did is I went into the toilet, poured water out of a water bottle, and I weeded in the in the water bottle. And when I went out to play, I pulled it on the post and splashed it over the crossbar. And when I half halftime, we changed to the other side, and I did the other side as well.
0: And the case was lifted.
2: <laughs> well, uh, listen, up to now, we haven't lost at Liverpool in a league game. Yes,
0: you are right. All of the season. You're right, You no no draw also, just home wins, eh? And three more, it'll be the first team to ever achieve this feat in the Premier League. So the curse is working. Bruce, it's been a pleasure for us to talk to you. So many people happy to hear from you. We're happy that you're still involved in the game and we hope we'll be in touch with you again soon. But we're blessed to have spoken to you tonight on SAFM.
2: No problem. And to all those fans there in South Africa, God bless and all the very best. And whichever team you support, supported as passionate as ever but liverpool are on top now thank you very much ciao
0: thank you jungle man himself there what a a, a great man that bruce Krobler. we've also got uh, the author of liverpool fc heroes and uh, a liverpool fan also liverpool captain's life in a jungle also a book about bruce Krobler. regnald lud ensens joins us on the line here good evening and thank you for speaking to us tonight
1: Good evening, South Africa from Liverpool. How are you all doing?
0: We should be asking you that after thirty years. How are you doing?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, we can't stop smiling. It's almost like being, you know, desperately in love. You know that feeling when you don't feel hunger, you don't feel tiredness, you don't feel thirst, you don't even feel the rain that has started coming down after three months of tropical weather. Believe it or not, in in Liverpool, we're just walking on air and smiling. And we're smiling extra much to the Everton fans in the city, obviously.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I mean, there's so much excitement even here in South Africa from the Liverpool fan. There's so much awareness now around Liverpool. Can you just tell us about these books that you've written about Liverpool?
1: Well, I've always been so curious as a journalist about the human relations within things, how different things can affect us as people. So... In my football writing, I've always been really sort of interested in how football shapes us as people, as fans, as players, and also as captains. So I've dedicated the last 10 years to really understand the magic of football and how the football is shaping us in a positive way. So I started off um, spending three years with the supporters, and I wrote my first official Liverpool Football Club book. It was called Liverpool Hearts in Norwegian. And it was so powerful to to learn how much football can help people through difficult times, carry hope to them, you know fulfill dreams for people, that united team, being together. It was just such an incredible thing And, and by doing that book, it, it made me fall in love so much with Liverpool um, and with football that I actually ended up taking the whole family from Norway and move us all to Liverpool, where I've continued writing books, I had the honor of writing groups. Rob life, autobiography life in a jungle and travel to Africa with him and it's just been such an incredible journey. So um, yeah, that's, that's what I do. I just love to hear how people get help through football and that's what I love writing
0: about. Okay, we're not going to do justice to this interview, Reginald, because of time, but we're going to invite you again because we want to get into more detail about details about this book, especially the one about Bruce Kroble. I'm sure you've heard how popular he is here in South Africa, but time is against us. But we'll set up another time just to speak to you more about this.
1: I'd love to do that and I love South Africa, so I'm happy to return and have a lovely
0: evening, everyone. Thank you. We might do it as early as tomorrow there if we have some time there, folks, but it is 8 o'clock, unfortunately. We're going to have to leave it there. So much reaction for Bruce Grobler. I'm so sorry I couldn't get to some of the SMSs, but we're going to try and bring him back again and uh, maybe when we talk about the book more in detail tomorrow, we can also go through some of the questions that we couldn't get through, but we have to leave it there now. It is uh, time for news.